Hey Wolfpack Nation, this is Scott Woods, One Man Wolfpack. We've got a very, very special guest today. Uh, some of you guys know him as CJ. Some know you know him as Calvin. Uh, McDonald's All-American, multiple All-ACC player. Uh, he plays in the Big Three. He was a member of the Sweet 16 uh, with me. Has over 1,300 points, 700 rebounds, 100 blocks in his career at NC State. Uh, you know, very thankful to have him. One of the most talented players I've ever played with, the human highlight reel, uh, CJ Leslie. Thank you for, for joining me on this early morning. What's up, buddy, man? Thank you, man. That was a good uh, intro for me. <laughs> hey, listen, I try to hype everybody up. So I'm really happy to have you on because I've had everybody on the starting lineup so far for the Sweet 16 team. You're the last one I've been able to get. So uh, I appreciate you taking the time to come on here and, and, and chat it up a little bit. No, yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, bud. So before we move on, let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet now, now's the time because they're offering $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one play through your turn, your bonus into cash money. With their new rush pay instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With basketball season tipping off, get into the action by going to betrivers.com today or downloading the Bet Rivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. So let's, uh, let's dive right into it. So fill, fill us all in. So I usually start with everybody. What, what, what's CJ doing now? What's he up to? What, what's your life looking like? Uh, right now, um, in North Carolina right now, uh, at my parents' house. But I, I do live in Atlanta. I'm still um, not playing right now. Uh, starting my own business. Um. Let's see, finished up. I was playing last year in Saudi, Saudi Arabia. What else? We don't know what Saudi is. But, uh, so Saudi tell, tell me more about this. I want to know more about this business. Uh, it's a trucking business. I just started it. Um, just get it off his feet. Uh, I don't know. That's it. That's pretty much it, man. All right. Well, all right. Businessman now. <laughs> that, that's okay. So. Let's kind of go into your your high school, that the, the recruitment. So it, a lot of hype around it. A guy coming from the Raleigh area, Word of God, Holly Springs. Uh, kind of talk about that recruitment. Talk about, you know, NC State's involvement in it. You know, the things that you really liked uh, about NC State. And also, were there other teams involved? Was it a definite, you know, I'm definitely going to NC State? Or was there a little bit of doubt that maybe you could end up going somewhere else? Well, I don't know. I mean, those who probably follow NC State close or follow me close, they know I committed in I committed to NC State in the ninth grade. I yeah, it was the ninth grade. I committed in the ninth grade uh, early. They, however, they were not. I was still getting recruited by everybody. Um, just something that I jumped the gun on. Then I decommitted. Decommitted mm -hmm. my tenth grade year. I want to say maybe a year later. Um, had to. Uh, go through the process. So I went through the process of being re kind of like re, um, re uh, put myself back out in the field again and being recruited again. So then I uh, entertained for a while. However, though, I was not going to commit back to NC State. It was not in my mind. To do. I thought he committed. I was not coming back. Uh, I was going to Kentucky. Um, hands down, 
I think everybody kind of knew that. It was kind of like a verbal thing. Um, my junior year, it was kind of like a verbal thing. And uh, however, my grandpa got sick, which I'm, you know, I'm very family oriented. So yeah, he got sick, had a stroke, was paralyzed on the side. So that was just like one of the things I was just like, uh, going through that process, I was like, all right, I'm not leaving. <laughs> so yeah. I'll just stay here. Uh, um, be here right here beside with my mom and stuff. Um, but however, I was not from my NC State fans, I was not recommitting to NC State again. It was not in the plans. It was already kind of set in stone that I was going to Kentucky. I mean, Cal Perry knew it, my people kind of knew it, you know, close family, my mom, brothers, and all of those, they knew it. Um, but however, that took place and I just stayed. It was just in me to stay. Yeah, well, I, I can tell you there's a lot of NC State fans and especially myself, you know, being able to have you a teammate. So uh, it worked out well for me and, and a lot of NC State fans. So do you remember you go to Sammy's for the signing? Do you remember signing the hood of a truck? I've got a buddy of mine that wanted me to ask. Big red truck. I do. I seen somebody <laughs> sent me that on Instagram probably a couple of months ago. It was a big red <laughs> truck. You pulled up to it. I actually leaned over the rail and signed it. So, yeah, I do remember that now because somebody did just send that to me like a couple yeah. of months ago. His name is Chris Bullard. So he, he wanted me to ask you about that because uh, that was a big highlight of his was, was when you signed that truck. But unfortunately, the weather eventually got to it and it eventually came off. So we, we may have to link you guys back up so you can re-sign it. I will do. <laughs> <laughs> so in high school playing with John Wall. So. Kind of talk about that, the, the you know, getting to play with uh, a big point guard, another guy that ended up going to Kentucky that probably had a big influence on you going there as well. Uh, kind of talk about that. And if any any good stories you have about him, anything like that, kind of talk about what influence he may have had on uh, your career. Uh, John had a lot. I mean, Sid, I actually got to watch his growth uh, – and kind of go along with it. But I actually got to watch uh, him grow as a basketball player um, and as a person, because we, we, we were fairly tight. We were, we were actually real tight. We stand on each other's house. But as um, seeing him just go from, I think when I had got to Word of God, John wasn't ranked. I don't think he was. Not yeah. at that time. I was ranked, but I don't think John was ranked at that time. And seeing him just take off and you know, not being denied and the tenacity that he had to win and, you know, the things that, I mean, he was just driven. You could see it. He was, he was like, uh, he was a madman at that point. So uh, it was just, uh, it was just something that it was like, he was possessed by something, you know what I mean? So it was, yeah. just, it was just in him to do that. And he always wanted to, you know, be a crowd pleaser. You know, it was, it's just who he, he who he was, who he is, who he was. Um, and, you know, seeing that, you know, in a moment, you know, because I was actually going through the same process he was going through, we were both going to this throughout, throughout the, our high school, we were both going. So you don't really think about it. It's just two young kids chasing a dream. And then when, when you get to see the, when you get to see that the, when you, when you get to get older and you look back at what you did and what you did and what you saw, and then the people who were around you, it was just one of those things where he was like, man, this dude has it. Like, he had it all along. We knew, like, I remember this time. Like, we go down there, we, you know, do the little reminiscing. And he was like, I remember this time. He was like, man, what was driving you? You know? Yeah. 
It was like, what was driving you? I, and I, I never understood what was driving this dude. And I mean, still to this day, um, the only thing I could say is, man, the dude, he was, he was, there was something he liked, but at the same time, you know, he grew up different from a lot of people, not having his father around. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, throughout high school, his mom was sick sometimes uh, here and there. His mom was sick. So, and on me, it was just, you know, looking back, it was just like, man, this dude was possessed. And I think that had a lot to do with it. That's on, that's my personal opinion. Um, you know, just the way he grew up. And it's just, he wasn't going to be denied. He was just going to go. He was all in. Yeah. Well, uh, it definitely worked out for him. Hopefully he can get out of the situation he's in now so he can start to get a well, little I don't feel sorry for him. I don't feel sorry for no $45 million out of there. He's going to be good. <laughs> hey, the it's good a good picture is he got a family. He got kids now too and he's he's going to be able to protect them and provide for them yeah he's going to take care of their kids kids and their kids you know what i mean so he's good either way i agree with that so let's let's kind of talk about our your freshman year my sophomore year uh team wasn't great we didn't have a great year we kind of you know had a little bit more expectations with than than what we ended up producing kind of talk about the the change of a new coach obviously we had Sydney. You had Sydney for a year. I had Sydney for two years. Kind of talk about that change. You know, what was your first thoughts when they announced that Coach Godfrey was the new coach? What was going through your mind? Did you think about transferring, anything like that? What What was going through your mind, and what were you thinking when that change happened? Uh, well, I will say, first of all, Silo was a good coach. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't take that away from him um, at all. So, But I think the method that he had, um with college students and then us adjusting yeah. new college and then me being a newbie uh college student um you know and us being young um a lot of us were still young minded still yeah uh babied and certain so I mean not you guys you guys had done it a year before us so I'm just talking about the freshman class coming in my my freshman year. Um a lot of us were still being baby, myself included. Um, it was just, and then, you know, just trying to get a, I wouldn't say we were a baby, but there, it was just trying to, you know, change and walking into um, transition is, it can be very hard for some people who's not used to it. It can take time, you know, we, as we see that uh, people like Michael Jordan, they blossom two, three years, four years later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, once you get in the habit and, you, you know, you can get in a routine, you might see the real people. But I would say, um, me, the going back to the last part of the question that you asked is going uh, to Godfrey when Godfrey was coming in. Um, I would say that uh, I didn't really, I wasn't really entertaining the, I was going to leave school. I, I think I, I was going to go ahead and get up out my freshman year. Um, I don't know what kind of brought me back. It was, it was uh, when I say get up out of school, I mean go to the draft. I don't know what kind of brought yeah. me back. Um, I don't know. I, I, I seriously don't know. I, I just remember talking to everybody. Um, and I was talking to uh, a couple of scouts and they were saying, hey, get, you know, you're going to go. You're going to go. So we don't know where you're going to go, but you're going to go. You're going to make it. So, you know, it's really just up to you. Yeah. And I, I think what I think in my mindset, I had that, well, I don't like that answer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nah, I, I don't want you. It's not going to be no head, heads up of where I'm going to go. It'll be, 
for sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. I know you're going to go here. And they kept giving me a little range. So I think that's what caused me to come back. But I was definitely considering um, leaving. Definitely. Hands down. Um, I did because it was just the fact that I didn't even like uh, the transition, you know, to yeah. that first year of transition was so hard. I mean, Sid had us working, uh, working out at like 4.30 in the morning. We're, <laughs> we're going to study hall from, what was it, 7 to 9 or yep. 7 to 9.30 or whatever it was. And it was like full days of just working on one or two hours of sleep. Yeah. You, you want to make the time for like, you still want to make time to be college students. We were still trying to pick what days we want to go out or pick what days we wanted to go entertain. You hear about everybody talking about, oh yeah, I was such and such here and I was such and such there. And we couldn't do nothing but go to bed. And then after a while, we're just like, man, forget it. I'm, we out tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to yeah. enjoy this college life too. And man, it was, man, I remember just coming in some days and just working off one hour, two hours of sleep, barely making it. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that walk from, uh, College into the Dale was not very fun at five in the morning. I can tell you that's that. That's the thing, man. Because if you notice now, all of that's changed. They got parking. Yeah. You know how many citations I got for just driving my car to the from uh, what was the college in to the Dale Center? Yeah. Like, I remember they gave me like four hundred dollars worth of tickets several times. Well, it they got like three different times. I had like four plus hundred dollars worth of tickets. They got chefs now too, so that they um. They bring Actually, it to the they bring it to the facility, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, it's so spoiled. And then you get to eat all you want. And... Well, I said this about NC State in general. Like Hillsboro's completely different. I mean, it's just I feel like since we've kind of gone, uh, everything's kind of grown up a little bit. And then uh, kind of to go on your ticket story, they I graduated and like two years later they say, hey, we're not going to send you your diploma because you still have one outstanding uh, parking citation. And I'm like. I'm done graduated and walked across and you gonna tell me I got parking tickets still? Man, so yeah, when I when I when I left that year, they sent me another two hundred dollars worth of tickets. <laughs> I was like, man, I took my I think my dad was calling me. He was like, Hey, you got two one hundred dollars worth of tickets. Um, I'm gonna get ready to send you the money. And I was like, no, don't pay it. <laughs> no, no I'll never park my car back up there again. Don't worry about it. And it was just like that it, it was awful that that first year for me. It it was like draining and it was just getting adjusted and it wasn't it was a lot of work but it wasn't a lot of help to the to the transition yeah you know? and we had yeah. levi people like levi levi was real good i mean levi would help he would do whatever he could but outside of that and coach harris sheesh yeah it was no help for us yeah no and and, and, and that's why with that that transition especially the first year was was good yeah, it, was so. terrible. it was terrible it was it was I remember all the freshmen just couldn't. It was like the energy drain. Like, yeah. could do nothing. I don't know, but yeah. All right, so let's let's move on to your sophomore year. You know, you have a great sophomore year. My junior year, uh, end up going on a Sweet Sixteen run. You know, we obviously knew we had the talent. We just kind of had to put it all together. Uh, kind of talk about that. And then at the end of the season, after you had a great year, did you think about leaving for the NBA then? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm gonna go to the first part. Uh, for our, for the sophomore year, you know, we struggled towards the beginning of that. I don't know if you remember, we were struggling, yep. um, barely making uh, uh, making any noise in the ACC conference and losing to some games that we should have won. Uh, it was glimpses at some time. I think it was the year Miami was really good, right? Isn't? 
was that? Yeah, that's when Miami started to really get good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember um we played them and we did we beat them or did we we came close? I remember that was kind of like I think I we I think we split the series because I think our my senior year, junior year, I think we split the, the series as well. Yeah, so I remember we beat them, and then that was kind of like a change of, uh, okay, we do got it. Right? We do got it. Or we came really close, uh, and I think we – did we play Duke in uh, ACC conference? In my, I want to say we played Duke, and I think we came close, and I was like, all right, we had Duke scared. You Carolina. Know? It was Carolina, okay. We had, we had Alex Johnson tried to take a charge and they called it a block. Yeah. So we had we we had them on our toes. And that's when we were like, hey man, we really can play. I think that's where it clicked in. And then after that, after that ACC conference, I think that's where we took off. And I think we got our confidence, uh, confidence in that. And that was one of those things there uh where it was just like a late blossom. I guess the new change was you know, taking effect at the beginning, but then things started to come together. Teams started yep. to come together. Uh, after all, I think it was all after that ACC conference, it's, it's changed around for us. So, do you remember what exactly you were doing when we watched ourselves get called that year to go to the NCAA tournament? <laughs> yeah, man, I was sleeping. Not <laughs> now. Oh, so I had CJ Williams on, and we're talking about the because I kind of just sat there. I did it, like it really didn't sink in. I mean, it's literally the last team. And I, I'm I'm right there with you. I was just like, dude, I'm I'm on national television. Like this right. is the last team. And CJ Williams, we're talking about that story, and he's like, dude, I just remember CJ was next to me sleeping. I was knocked out. <laughs> it was long. <laughs> <laughs> it was long, and it was one of those. It's just like, dude, you know how bad I'm gonna feel if I we we're, we're sitting on CBS or whatever and, and don't get called. Hey, what number was we? Was we like the third from last team or something like that? It's the last team. Oh, it was the last team. Yeah, God, yeah, that was. I'm yeah. like, I, I was, I was not, I was knocked out. And then the next thing I remember, I just remember a bunch of how, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, I remember jumping out like, oh, okay. Yeah, so kind of talk about what, did, what made you come back. That, what come, what made you come back for your junior season? I don't know. I, I feel like I still had something to prove, man. I was uh, I, I had uh, so again talking talking to where I would go in the draft. All my stories are probably going to pertain around to when I don't leave. Is that I wasn't happy where I was. They were talking about first round, but late first round. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm looking and I'm like, not good enough. <laughs> Again, it's not good enough for me. That's not where I see myself. Um, maybe should have went that year. Maybe should have. Maybe I should have went my first year. Who knows? I mean, young kid. I mean, I don't know how old I was. 20, 21, making decisions like that, young kid. Um, but yeah, I I wasn't happy with um, the late first round. I just remember uh, having a couple of NBA scouts who I was close with throughout my recruiting. Uh, some of the some me in high school, uh, some of the college coaches have be, um, became NBA scouts, so and I was kind of like keeping in contact with them. Yeah, keeping in contact with me, checking up on me, and they were just good people. So I'm, I just remember talking to them, and they was telling me like, "Hey, you're gonna be right now. They got you. I don't talk to a couple teams that got you going to." late first round, you're going to be first round, but it's going to be towards the end of first round. And um, I just remember asking him, like, what do you think I, what do you think I should do? 
and uh, and they were telling me like, I mean, guaranteed money you're gonna have. Uh, so uh, you know, you should. You know, it's really just up to you. How do you see yourself? And I was like, again, I was just like, you know, I'm lying to you. I got to be a lottery pick. That's the only thing I was thinking like. That's the mm -hmm. only thing I was willing to accept in my mind. I felt like I was good enough. Well, I will tell you, it. I'm, I'm again, I'm glad that you made the decision to come back and keep playing with me so I didn't have to go through an adjustment. So my senior year, your junior year, preseason six, we're, we got the hype, you know, coming off a Sweet 16 run, uh, a season with very high expectations, high expectations for us as well. Kind of talk about that season. You know, we're bringing in T.J. Warren. We're bringing in Rodney Purvis. We're bringing in Tyler Lewis. So we've got a pretty good, you know, talent coming in behind us as well. Kind of talk about that season. You know, where do you think it kind of took a turn? Because, I mean, to this day, I, I tell – I was over there with KB the other day. I was like, Did, that's hands down, like, top three most talented teams probably to ever come through NC State. I mean – we had it all. We had athleticism. You know, we had a guy that could get a bucket one-on-one. -on -one. You know, we had shot blockers, rebounders, shooters. Kind of talk about that season and what you remember about that. That is one of the trickiest questions that I got asked. Um, even in the draft, I remember them asking me, like, what happened here last year? And I just do not have an answer for it. I don't know where we went wrong. Um we were talented. Yeah, we were we were very talented. But I don't know, I don't know why it didn't click for us. It didn't yeah. click. We never we never got on the same page uh on the court wise. Yeah, well I think also it was it's one of those things you got guys coming in and it's I mean we you you legit have four of your starters returning. Like they they're they're gonna start and they're gonna get high minutes, and then you got three five stars coming in that expect to know, you know, to be 25 minutes a game and it's just not there so I felt like that was a, a big part of it and, and until I just feel like you know coming off a of sweet 16 year a lot of the guys coming back we're like uh we're gonna be able to make this work regardless of what we're doing you know and then so we're not locked in probably like we should be but that's one of the things especially looking back on I'm like dude we could have been a final four team you know what I mean yeah absolutely but, I agree but it, I it agree. that's the one thing I like everybody asks, oh, do you got regrets? And it's like, it's not like I regret anything. It's more the fact that I wish I could just do it one more time. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know necessarily if I would change a lot of things. I tell everybody I would probably try to be a better leader, you know, try to. I think, and that's what I think I come in, too. I'm with and, you on that one. And I think it comes to being holding, holding everybody accountable. Because, I mean, there were times where you'd see, you know, I'm not going to mention names, but you'd see, you'd look over there and, you know, someone's a little bit down. Maybe they're not getting the minutes they get, but at the same time, it's like, you can't give nine guys 35 minutes. No. You know? Mm -hmm. So, but it is what it is. So have you watched any of this current team yet? The current NC State team? Yeah. No. Nothing? Not one game. All right. Well, we're going to have to get you to watch. That's for sure. We got, we got to get you to watch the game. Have you been back? I've, I, so I've been back to a few. Now that I'm done playing, I've been back to a few. But uh, last year against Duke was actually – I'd been gone from NC State eight years. It was the first game I actually was able to go to and watch. So I, 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 I've been to um, – I want to say like one one game. It was like against Duke. Yeah. But it was like a couple of years after I left. 
Um, yeah, it was like one game. I've been to like right. one maximum, probably two. Well, we're gonna have to get you. Uh, we're gonna have to get you back with some games. So, the next segment is the last thing we got. I, I call it the starting five. Okay, it's just five questions. Uh-oh. You can Uh-oh. answer it however you want. Um, they're they're easy. They're easy peasy questions. So. This is brought to you by Refivey. Need a local real estate agent? As we all know, the real estate market is crazy right now. Maybe you have questions or maybe you just need an honest opinion from a trusted real estate professional to ensure your best interest is protected. Whether you're buying, selling, or investing, call Refivey at Dogwood Properties. For a seamless home buying, selling experience, give Refivey a call. For our special audience, considering the possibility of buying or selling a home, call Refivey on his personal cell phone number, 919-995-3111. Again, that is 919-995-3111. He's the best in the triangle, personal friend of mine, NC State graduate. So if you have any questions, looking to buy, looking to sell, give Reef a call. He'll do right by you. He's great. So our starting five, the first question. They're easy, man. Don't, don't, don't sweat it. If you can have dinner with any two people, alive or dead, who would you pick? Alive or dead? Anyone. I've had, I've, I've had people do family. I've had politicians. Four, four and five? No, no, no. You're just picking two people. So I'm the, the world. Yeah, any two people. The segment is called Starting Five. So I'll give you oh, five okay. questions. Yeah. Um, I would say my grandma and my grandpa. See, that's perfect. That's perfect. Anytime you can go go see a loved one, that's that's yeah. that's good. So, we've got to take them to dinner now. You gotta you gotta take them to dinner. So, your favorite, your favorite place to eat on or near campus. So I'm talking like Hillsboro Western, maybe a little Lady Ferry in that Sammy's area. So it's got to be on or near campus. So your go to when you are a college student, where would you take them? Um, I would say now, if it's when we're talking about current, I would say the little sushi bar on Western. Uh, okay, the sushi, sushi nine, nine, right? Sushi nine, yeah. Okay, that that was my that was my wife's spot. I wasn't in sushi then, but now I'm not I, into sushi, but I like the little beef and rice they have. It's like I like their uh, beef and rice. I don't eat sushi, by the way. But see, uh, you're you're already bringing a unique perspective to the podcast because that's the first time we've got that. Oh yeah. We've got a lot of Amidios, Clues Coney, Sammy's, a lot of a lot of the older people were naming some pizza joint on Hillsborough that's not there anymore. So you you you're bringing you're bringing some good new stuff to the podcast. That's what we're looking for. So the third question, which is probably the toughest question of the three, you'll probably have to think about it for a little bit. What is the best advice you've ever been given and by who? I think my dad was the one who told me. I really can't remember. I think I want to say my dad was the one who told me, but he said um don't get too hot don't get too low yeah that's and simple I, I simple that, and, it, and it has a big meaning it has a tremendous meaning that and meaning wise for me it meant like when you feel like you're on top of the world just stay humble stay like yep. one pace don't don't let that be because that you're going to come down you're going to come down you're going to experience some some um some you know some some tribulations or you know yeah any of that so and i think the main thing is just when you're low don't let that be your low like just remain you know remain positive and just know you're going to get out of it someday and i think that's yeah. like some of the best uh information that you can hold on to or sponge um doing 
if you're if you're if you're an athlete, I think that's some of the best things. No, that's a that's I mean, a good for one. anybody, but I'm using it because I was an athlete. So yeah, well, it's also one that goes for it goes for everybody. You know, it's you know people in their everyday life. You can you can live by those words. That's for sure. So four is actually a double question. So technically, it should be called the starting six, but we're not going to do that. So this is kind of a double question. So the okay. first one is: Do you prefer Calvin or CJ? Well, it just depends. Um, <laughs> it, it depends. I, I think my my friends and family call me CJ. Uh, Calvin is, you know, it, it is my name, so I don't mind it. It's not like I have a problem with it, you know. I won't disrespect it being that I'm a junior, too. So. <laughs> uh, All but, right. Yeah, I don't mind it. So, Kiara or CJ, who's the better athlete in the family? The better athlete. <laughs> My sister is a tremendous athlete right now. She's actually she's in Israel right now playing, and she's killing. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's averaging like 20, 23 points a game, somewhere around there. Been an MVP at least three or four times a week. Three, three, three or four times um, a week. Yeah. So um, I don't know, man. That she, I do know. You know, she grew up under me. You know, she she, <laughs> she did grow up under me. So you know what? What kind of teacher would I be if I teach you not to be better than me? So I'm gonna give it to my sister, uh, hands down. Because I mean, she literally. I remember we were in the front yard, and she, when I was out there shooting, she was out there shooting, and it was just yeah. us. Um, she came to the games, and I mean, y'all saw her. Anytime she came into the facility, she always was out there shooting. Every time we was on break, or yeah. you know, what I'm saying it was always something like that. So. Well, she was um, she was there when um, I came back. This might have been a year and a half ago. Playing, she was playing pickup with us. I mean, she was in the Dale playing pickup with all the guys. I mean, she she was getting after it. So there's there's no denying why she you know she's successful as she is. Obviously, she had a good teacher in you. So the last question: your greatest favorite memory in an NC State uniform, the one that sticks out the most. Any of them, Duncan on Carolina, and you know, a Sweet Sixteen I run. Think, I think the greatest memory I have would be the Duke game. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Yeah, that would be. The, yeah, probably more specific is probably the after what happened after the game. I think that would probably be the best greatest moment. Was this the roll pack game? Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> when we played them at our house, when we played our house in Will, I think. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that probably well, I got so the funny story. Um, so you've got you got roll pack, and then did you? I don't know if you saw it on the news, but the guy that that jumped over the uh, the wall when Carol, uh, State beat Carolina in football and fractured his leg, and they were all holding him up. So I was actually in one of the suites with him during the four overtime game against Nebraska, and he's like trying to get us to take them out on the court after the four overtimes, just like the roll pack game. And I'm like, I've experienced it once. I don't, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> I don't want to do it again. All right. So that's, that's all the starting five, but I just got to ask you, I know you don't want to talk about it, but this, the poem that you wrote, I just want to know, we're not going to read it. We're not going to talk about it. Anybody that's listening, you can go look it up. You can go look it up if you want to find out. It's a great work of art. But anyways, <laughs> I just want to know what grade you got on it. I ended up leaving that class with a B or A. I can't remember. It was like, uh, 
so obviously I did good. It was it was an English class, and um, I think it more uh, it, we had to write a lot of poems in there for some reason. It was like, so was it all like on this topic, or was did you did you have a no? It was free, it was a free way of expressing yourself. It was a free way of expressing yourself, and at that moment, me being in college, that's how I felt. Well, was it based on a true story? I may have had some incidents that, I, <laughs> <laughs> I may have a couple of incidents where it was, you know, pertained to that poem. And that's, that's probably why I was on my mind, but hey, it's a, it's a, it's a freedom of speech, you know? I got to hey. express myself the way it came to me and that was, but what they didn't tell you is that I wrote a lot of other poems. They never put those out. I'm sure they, they're saved in somebody's little, they never put them out. Um, but if y'all are interested, definitely hit up somebody that was in my English class because um, we had to give everybody a copy. Uh, I think they may have stopped um, after the poem, I think. So y'all may, it may be like two or three that you can see, but after the poem, they may have stopped mine. Um, I didn't, I just had to read it in class. I didn't have to pass it out to everybody. Everybody else had to make a copy or of however many people was in that class. I don't remember, 30 something, whatever, 40 something. I don't know, however many people you had to make a copy and give it to them. And, um, I, just, I think after the poem incident at the game, um, maybe our, our academic advisor, um, academic advisor, contacted the teacher, and I think so. I still had to write the poems, but it was just I had to re I had to read it out loud, and I didn't have to pass it out. So it's definitely more poems. So if y'all are interested in my poetry skills, definitely hit up somebody in the class. I, however, I don't have them, but I'm sure maybe I'll say the other ones are a great work of art too. I don't know. That one was that one. It's pretty good if you if you if you want to read a good poem you need to look it up i'm sure you can find that one on the internet somewhere so <laughs> cj I, I appreciate you coming on uh you know i've got the idea of doing this type of podcast um you know with all the guys coming back on and having us all on here just you know shooting it just talking having a good time so we'll have to do that um you enjoy your holiday season while you're in holly Springs, seeing family you tell your family i said hello uh, i appreciate you coming on all right, Scott. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna leave off with this, man. Congratulations on your podcast. Great work of art. I like the background too, man. Just Thank you. Know, congratulations. Hope much success and peace out, brother. Hope to see you soon. Thank you. So this concludes, you know, Scott Woods, one man wolf back. I appreciate everybody tuning in, following, doing all that stuff. Uh, we'll be on next Thursday. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about you know the NC State games that have come on, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll maybe have a guest on. I don't I don't I haven't decided on one, but we'll try and get someone on. So uh, go pack, and thank you for listening.